This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. What up, guys? Hey. And welcome back to another what beautiful, yeah. lovely episode of the Sober Life Audio, Audio Experience. Experience. Roman, what up, dog? What is up, Brian? Hey, hey, who do we have with us today? Well, I'm glad you asked, because today is another special day. And why is it so special, Catherine? Because I'm here. <laughs> yeah! It's a much, yes. much bigger day. It yes, is day. it is. Oh my gosh, it's a much it's a much bigger moment, even. Yeah. Catherine, thank you for coming on. Thank hey. you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah. It's really exciting. It's, uh, for those that are listening, this is our Canadian friend. Ooh. Yes. Yes, she comes oh, all the Canada. way from Canada. Yeah. Canada, eh? Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Catherine, before we start... We do three questions all with right. all guests. So question numero uno is, what is your vision? Uh, my vision. Uh, my vision is for everyone to have the freedom to thrive and shine in their lives mm. and show up and get to be authentic and do their thing and not hold themselves back. Damn. That's a vision I can get behind. Yeah. I like that vision. I like it. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Catherine, for you. Like, what's up with that? I want to uh, dig into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Take my sure. Take my shovel out. Yeah. Get the gardening <laughs> tools out. Let's, let, let's do a little digging right now. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, it comes from, um, you know, many things from my own experience of, you know, trying to fit in, trying to be, you know, right or perfect or correct or what is good what is bad and all of these sort of like black and white boxed ways of being um and what it's like to break out of that and be like hey what if i don't need to have these labels and boxes and be this certain way to get acceptance whether from other people or even myself Mm -hmm. Um, and then i see it in other people too i see it all over the place social media like everywhere where i'm just like is this authentic like is this who this person is Mm. and if they are awesome like i'm on board yeah or is it like trying to be this other way and like that's not serving anybody what's authentic mean to you that's a term that i feel like gets thrown out a lot these days and that's the that's the freedom to just shine Mm. in whoever you are like who whatever that light is inside Mm. The freedom to just express that. Yeah, Beautiful. I want to stop because I feel like a lot of people still don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> and it's not because the that's like your definition. And I understand that because yeah. I get to live in authenticity. But a lot of people, if you're like, are you authentic? They'd be like, yeah, sure. And you'd be like, are you really yeah. who you want to be and who you are inside? And they'd be like, I don't know. And I think that's a good point because this like, you know, this messaging starts so young. Yeah. It's like, is this me? I think it's me. Is it me or is it not me? Like, I don't know where I begin and where all this other stuff ends. Mm, right. So um, it definitely is an inward journey. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it's feeling like an ease and peace inside. Yeah. There isn't mm. this, like, other stuff going on. Living. Anxiety, whatever. You just feel good. And you're like, oh, I just am who I am. That's yeah. cool. I'm relaxed. Like, Living this is nice. within the city limits of authenticity. 
City. Oh, <laughs> Brian. All right. Comes up with this stuff. Let's, let's move on. Question number two. Yeah. What do you love? love? What do you love? What do I love? Yeah, what do you love? I, I, I love nature. Nature. Truly, I love nature. It makes me feel connected. Maybe it ties into that, the beingness of it, or just mm. is. Yeah. And that's just cool. And wherever it's at. And I feel like, yeah, when I get disconnected and like squirrely in my brain, I take a step outside. And I, and I, I totally love it. Like I just mm. absorb it all and it helps me be focused and centered and on point. And where you live is freaking beautiful. I picked a good place. I live in Vancouver in Canada. I yes. live there intentionally because it mm. has all of these nature elements that I'm looking for. So Yeah. Mm. yeah. Look at that. You created the environment that... You can thrive in. Yeah. That's important. That's important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Question number three. Yeah. What is one book that has been inspirational and impactful in your life? I got to go with uh, The Power of Now. Power of Now. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle? Eckhart Tolle. Or is it Tolle? I think it's Tolle. Okay. Eckhart Tolle. Tolle. Uh, Yeah. That book. Really, I mean, it's just such a simple concept, and yeah. everything comes back to that. Like, life is now. Life mm-hmm. is now. Life is now! Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Hey Sorry, uh, random, random acts. I don't know who that was. Anyway, <laughs> back, to, uh, back to the discussion. Catherine, why don't you tell us briefly a little bit about yourself? Why are you here? What are you doing? What's going on? Who are you? Yeah, okay. So... Catherine, I live in Vancouver, um, and I'm here to talk about the other half of your audience today. Okay. The people who um, are like me that aren't – I don't have a history of addiction, of drug abuse, of alcoholism. Right. Um, so I am not sober in that way. I drink responsibly and things like this. Yeah. Um, and I can also really see that people like me are gift – gifted with the power of choice around these things yeah mm. and so for me it is a choice whether i want to partake in any of these activities right and i get to make a decision around that and be like is this the most effective way for me to be living my life because i think that there's a lot of people out there and maybe they're doing this it's not a problem right but you know maybe you think could be doing something more effective and uh and i know that's a case no, you, you brought up a huge, <laughs> huge point about the distinction between an addict and a non-addict. And it's this idea of choice. Yeah. Uh, a real addict does not have a choice to stop. Think of, think of two chairs in a room. There's only two chairs. A choice, by definition, is one or more options. And there's these two chairs in the room. One is that I'm going to use and drink drugs. I'm going <laughs> to drink drugs. I'm going to use drugs and drink no matter what. The other option, the other chair, is that I will not use or drink alcohol. And the thing is with the drug addict is we only have one option, one chair in the room, and that is I will drink and do drugs no matter what. Yeah. There may be a period of time 
And some of us can go a little bit longer than others where we may stay abstinent, but most of us live like we need to drink during that time anyways. Yeah. So I just wanted to make clear that distinction for our listeners and how someone like yourself who does have the power of choice Mm -hmm. still can maybe benefit or take a look at the advantages of living a sober life himself and talk and have the conversation around this subject. Because, yeah. because I really, I mean, I love that. I, yeah. And that's why I'm here. Like, I yeah. love the idea of this sober life and it doesn't need to be, oh, I have this problem. Therefore I get to partake in a sober life. Exactly. It's like, oh, I don't like, I don't need to have a problem to also partake in, yeah. in a sober life. And it's like a choice I can make. And how will that affect my life? I think it's, I think we can all, we all know people, right. That don't have alcoholism in quotations or drug addiction in quotations that could probably benefit from sobriety. And how has this come up for you? Yeah. So like what's um, been your experience with this? Yeah. So um, it comes from personal experience um, as well as, you know, seeing people in my life. And it definitely started with um, like a company culture of like a happy hour situation, like put on by the company. Right. Like company pays, go out, you know, as a way of like rewarding people. And I I get it, but then kind of, and at the time I didn't really, you know, it was like whatever. We'd go out after work and go for drinks all the time. And that just became like really normal. Um, and now looking back, I'm like, oh, interesting. Like that's the only way to be able to like create like bonding right. and like culture within a, within a, within a company. But Seriously. Then, but then from that, it kind of breeds this whole idea of like, oh, you know, taking the edge off, um, you know, like come home and like, oh, have a drink or something, or even, you know, if it's like one or two, like it's not to excess and then, you know, blacking out, right. but even that, and then becoming like having that become really normalized. is like a mm. common thing to do and a common thing with like friends, it's like, Oh, let's go for a drink. It's like, that's like the option. Yeah. And, um, how I, you know, have kind of realized, well, it's not a problem. Is it just the most effective way to live life? Mm-hmm. Like to go home and essentially numb out and mm-hmm. whether it's drinking or it's like smoking pot or, or even, like playing video games all night long or mm. like binging on Netflix or whatever, mm, when right. it's like kind of a repetitive thing mm-hmm. to like get through yeah. that gets in the way of what I was talking about earlier with being like, that's not thriving and shining. Like that's not no. being mm. peaceful and at ease and just kind of going with the flow. Mm. That's like, why do you back think, and forth. why do you think people do that? Like what, what is like, what's in the gap? Like what's, what's, what's causing people to just kind of, it's interesting, Brian, because it's almost like a like a gray area, right? We're talking about a population that aren't drug addicts or alcoholics, but yeah. certainly use drugs and alcohol to avoid, to drown out, to take whatever, the edge so- socialize in quotations. Social, like this thought that we, you know, oh, let's go out. Okay, where are we gonna go? Let's meet at a bar, right? Yeah. Like that's the common. That's where people meet. These days, right? If you're like under the age of 30, like where do you go to hang out with friends? You go to the bar, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's like that's that's just what you do. And it's become like so ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. that to drink means to loosen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I think that's perfectly it. Like like there's no better social lubricant than alcohol. Mm. Right. You know, like people mm-hmm. are like, oh, it makes me, then I can loosen up. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm so funny and I'm a good dancer. And it's like, are you? But, mm-hmm. you know, right. like, like there's that perception where it kind of unlocks something. 
Um, and I think also, you know, whether it's, as I said, I gave some other examples of ways to like take the edge off or quote unquote relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's perceived as easier because it's like passive and it's checking out. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it is in front easy. of the TV. It, it's just like it is easier out. because it takes less effort. Yeah. Well, and I think it's pretty effective for some people. Yeah. I think it is to a point. Okay. And then, and then I think that there comes a point where it's like, what have I been doing? Like where, you know, when the days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years. And yeah. they're kind of like living for the weekend, living for the vacations. Um, and not really creating anything inspiring or purposeful or yeah, like something fulfilling in their lives. And it's kind of, and you know, it's, I don't blame anybody. Like this is just kind of how society's gone. And they're like, what do I do? Like, how do I find that? Right. And it's become normalized. Yeah. Like it's like binging on Netflix, for example, is like totally normal. Totally. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, Oh, let's go for a drink. Like, that's just like, as you said, there's like zero other activities received to do. It's in, um, it's interesting. One thing I heard was that alcohol is the best tool at keeping a worker a worker. Mm. Mm, interesting. Like, how's that work, Roman? Well, just bear with me. <laughs> so let's say that I am out. I'm getting out of high school, and I'm all starry eyed, and I'm just like, I, you know, I want to change. So I have these huge dreams and these things I want to accomplish. First place I go is college, right? Because you need an education to be anything, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they tell us. Go to school, and then you will have the job that you want. So you go to college, and what is the biggest part of college? It's, Brian? Is it not English class and biology? Okay, Brian. I So I Study know. I, I knew you when you were at SDSU, <laughs> okay? I know that that was not the biggest part of school. <laughs> It was Greek life, baby. Wine yeah. Wednesdays, Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah. It's drinking and partying. Yep. And then you finally land your first job out of college. And what did they do, Catherine, after work every day? Happy hour. Happy hour. On the company. Right? <laughs> On the company. And then you get to this point in life where you're just like, all right, like I got the job and and I, I'm just, this is it. I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is... That kills entrepreneurs mm. all day long, every day. That kills entrepreneurs because people sell out. People are like, eh, this is, this is good enough. And what I know about you, Catherine, especially with this whole thrive thing, is, is you cannot thrive from a place of mediocrity and you cannot thrive from a place of comfort and stagnant. And I'm, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And dependability. Yeah. You know what? I need to like, I need to relax. I need to like, whatever. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I know about thriving and like life and vegetation and, and, and anything for that matter is it's very important. The environment that the living being is in, you know, and one of the reasons I'm glad you're on the show today is to talk about the environment that's, you know, around the workplace, that's around yourself, that's around the home life. And is it the best environment to sustain the type of thriving growth that one wants for themselves, you know, and everyone to each their own, you know, that's a decision we get to make individually. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, how do you, how do you come to terms with that question about what's enough for you and like, what's, what makes you happy really? I mean, these are kind of the deep philosophical things. How's that work out for you? 
Yeah. So I love that you brought up um, the environment and that reminded me of, you know, the saying, like you're the average of the top five people that you spend the most time with. Mm. And that right there is part of that environment. Like right. who, who am I hanging out with? Yeah. Just right off the bat. Um, and, and yeah, to, and to answer your question, like, I feel like it's, trial and error a little bit and into balance. So for people like people who have an addiction problem, it's like, okay, the other option is sobriety. Yeah. Cold stop. Like, yeah, it's black and white needs to be what yeah. it is. And then for other people where it's like, well, where is that balance? Cause it's not to say, and I'm not saying like shaming or saying it's bad to go out for drinks with friends. These right. are things that I do and that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about kind of understanding that there's a choice and like what else is there available right. for me. Mm-hmm. And is this fostering what I want to be doing? So if like I'm only hanging out with people and all we do is go out for drinks, like is that connected to, you know, how I see my life, my entrepreneurial vision, all of these things? Um, And then ask the question. Yeah. And be like, yes or no. And in a lot of cases, it's like no or not all the time or like the top five people Mm -hmm. I want to be with are actually these other people that push me, that drive me forward, they inspire me, they uplift me. Like right. Yeah, you brought something up cool. um, pretty big. This idea again, I'm I'm real big on this idea of decisions and making choices. Mm-hmm. What for you? Like, what goes into that process? Like, when you're making a big decision or a big choice, how do you um, how do you come to an answer that's right for you? Like, what what comes up for you? What's your process? What's your system for making decisions and making choices? Yeah, so it really comes down to um, going internally. So to what Roman was saying earlier, uh, Roman was saying earlier about um, about going to like college, like we're kind of sold this idea, like go to college, you know, get a job, get married. That is the recipe for happiness and success. And it's all this external stuff. Mm. And then we go on social media and see more external things. And there's like forever reaching outward for things. Yeah. To, to make our decisions. We're like, oh, I'm going to decide this because this is what I've been told. This is what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of like the disconnection from that sense of like peace and who I am comes from. So for making a decision or a choice, it's about getting in the present, hence the mm-hmm. power of now. Yeah. And being like, how do I feel about that? And like getting real, like letting go of all the thoughts of I should this, I should this. And being like, how do I feel? How does it feel in my body? Does it make me feel like, like literally my chest like moves up. I feel open. I feel like, oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Or is it kind of like, well, and then that becomes no. And sometimes that's hard to gauge and read. And maybe it's like, oh, I did something and like I can see. And then it goes to like effective or not effective. Like that actually Mm. wasn't that effective. So now I have information to like bring into the decision making process the mm. next time I do it. Yeah. So gathering information, it's having huge. all the facts. That's a huge key. And Catherine, there's a story that you told me and it was inspiring. And you had been you had told me that you were working corporate yeah. job and yeah. you were going happy hour yeah. every night. Yeah. And it was like the same shit day day in, day out. Yeah. And you're just like one day you're just like, what the f- fuck like what is this is this it like seriously i work all day go happy hour go to sleep work all day and it was like a cycle and you were just like what the fuck yeah and you made a decision and you are now a young thriving entrepreneur you own your own business you have your own thing going on yeah and like that's inspiring yeah because i feel like a lot of people 
want that. They want to do that. But they can't. Yeah. Or they think that they can't. Yeah. They're caught in they're caught in a loop. It's yeah. an endless loop. And people know when they are. As I said before, like days turn into weeks, months and years. You're like, oh, it's you know, oh, it's August. Yeah. Again. Oh, I was like here last August and the one before <laughs> and I had all these plans and dreams and stuff I wanted to do and I haven't done any of it. Yeah. Like you're caught in the loop. And it takes sometimes it takes like something external to just kind of shake that up because obviously when you're in it, it's like looping around and you you can't get it out. You need something else to like disrupt again with the environment, like disrupt it in some way so that new things can kind of happen or a hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe a tornado. Maybe Roman Brawley will get in there. Catherine. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What I, what I also know is that, so a couple of weekends ago, I was out downtown San Diego with some friends and we were downtown at the bar club scene and we were all sober and we did our thing until like two o'clock in the morning and the bars close and everyone leaves. And I remember walking downtown in the gas lamp district and looking at people like they were fucking zombies. Like, have you, have you, have you walked out downtown sober? Like after bars closed and seen like the aftermath of a heavy night of drinking for someone that doesn't have a drinking problem. Wait, is it is it not like the Bud Light commercials? Say? No. <laughs> just like a raging party? Just, just, yeah, no. like wait a minute. No, there's like a random girl on the curb crying. There's, <laughs> there's someone else sleeping on a slice of pizza. <laughs> there's, there's the guy that's got piss dripping down his legs. There's, you know, it, you, you know that th- that's the reality, mm. right? And no matter how fun you think it is or what your perception is, is like that's the reality. Like, I invite anyone that's listening this weekend, go out, go downtown, do not shrink, do not do any drugs. Just observe, huh? And just watch. Just wait and watch. And what you see will probably shock you. Mm-hmm. And just know that, that that's also a reflection of what it looks like, probably, when you go out and you drink and party with your friends. Not saying all the time. That's yeah. not, you know, every time. But I'm sure we've all had our moments. I know Brian certainly has had a lot of those moments. <laughs> definitely, definitely. He was the girl crying on the pizza. <laughs> Roman. I, you, I was there. You were the one in, uh, sleeping on the pizza, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was there. I remember it. So, Catherine, let me ask you this. Say you have someone that comes to you for coaching, mm-hmm. and they're like, I hate my life and I want to be successful and I want to do this. And you you ask them, hey, like, what do you do in your free time? Right? And they're like, well, I work from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then I get off and I go drink and then I go home and I watch Netflix and then I go to sleep. Like, is there red flags there? Yeah. 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 So how would even, you even the tone of voice? Yeah. I'm like, wow, that didn't uplift or inspire me at all. <laughs> like that's just that's not an inspiring thing. Yeah. One thing I um always ask people is, you know, what is where's your pain? Like what is your pain point? Like what don't you like? Mm-hmm. If they're gonna talk to me, obviously something's going on. Right. And then like what does your pain relief medicine look like? Mm. Mm. 
Because, as you know, maybe it's drinking, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is Netflix. Or if they're just describing their day. Yeah. And and it's sort of like this trap. Or it can even look like um, really focused outward. Well, I can't. Like, I don't have time. I've got to take care of, like, all of this other sort of stuff. Like, all this busy work mm-hmm. or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. 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 What is your pain relief? Medicine look like. Yeah. yeah I would invite everyone on, on the... Yeah. Those that are listening, what does your pain relief medicine look yeah. like? What is it that gets you through the day? Right? And, like, why do I even have to say that? Like, what gets you through the day? Like, how do you cope? How do you deal? That that shouldn't even be a conversation. I mean, it's just so funny. Like, when you think of it, like, we're all born, so we're like, okay, I'm going to, like, be this human being now. <laughs> and I'm going to have to just, like, struggle through and get through with, like, all this other stuff. Like, yeah. Who the hell would sign up for that shit? Yeah, no. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I wasn't yeah. like, yeah, f- sign me up. Like, sounds like a blast. Yeah, I want to just, like, get through life. <laughs> like, I just want to make it through. Yeah. Like, no thanks. And, and one thing that I know is that passion, passion and purpose are, like, my pain relief medication these days. That's Roman's PP. My passion and purpose. <laughs> yep <laughs> that's my peepee <laughs> passion and purpose though is what i strive for on a daily basis and i don't have to get through days anymore no. i get to live because experience. you're being pulled through days by that that's yeah. something that pulls you through the other stuff is pushing through pushing yeah. through shit is way harder than being pulled through mm. damn yeah Ooh. Yeah. It's like physics 101. Yeah. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> Deep. Yeah. It is. So it's finding that thing. So it's being like, oh, I see you've been pushing through. And that's what this getting through, that's pushing through. Yeah. And then to find that and, um, yeah, find that thing. And it can change. It doesn't need to be the be all, end all of whatever, but something to help pull through. Right. And it becomes easier. So then it's like easier to just drink and watch Netflix or whatever. Being pulled through becomes easier. Yeah. Right. And then that's the go-to thing. And then the ball gets rolling and on you go. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just that just went somewhere right there. So in closing, Catherine, what are what do you say? Little nuggets? What are your tidbits? Like what are your pearls tidbits, of wisdom? Pearls. No, you never say that. It's nugget. always nugget. Nugget. What's, what's your nuggets? What are your golden nuggets? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are your golden nuggets? <laughs> Pearls of wisdom. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with pearls. Um, I mean, the first thing is be kind to yourself. No matter where you're at, no matter who you are, be kind to yourself. Mm. And start now. Like now is when life is, this present moment. And in this present moment is where all of the power lies. Mm-hmm. So it's where decisions and choices can be made. Yeah. And so if you're kind enough to yourself to allow yourself that space to make that decision and choice, then you're able to. And then you do something and then you're in another moment where you're kind to yourself and you have the power to make more choices and decisions and keep moving through like that. Wow. Pearls. There's some pearls right there. Catherine, Catherine, where can they find you? They can. Listeners. They can find me. um, They can find me on my website, which is CatherineCarole.com. 
Spell it out for us. A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-K-O-R-O-L-L.com. And you can find me, um, Catherine Carroll, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's my handle for it. No one has that name but me. Yeah. (laughs) The one and only. I'm everywhere on that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Awesome. So thank you for being on. We appreciate it. It's a blessing. Yes. And acknowledge um, you. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you, guys. I love the work you're doing. Aw. Thank you. Roman's blushing. I am. (laughs) With that, we will end this and say thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Life Audio Experience. Hi, this is Andy Bauman from Tom Ham's Lighthouse. I'm the chair of San Diego Restaurant Week. Please join us for San Diego Restaurant Week from September 24th to October 1st with lunches available from $10 to $20 and dinner available from $20 to $50. Visit sandiegorestaurantweek.com to see more than 180 restaurants participating in Restaurant Week.